You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu! Check, Mike. Check, waifu, waifu. Martelli D. Williams, is that you? And you know it is. What's up? This is episode one thirty-eight of Mike. Check, waifu, waifu. As always, it's proudly brought to you by Blue Complex. Make sure you go to bluecomplex.com. Use the offer code waifu to save on your entire cart. Check out bluecomplex.com. They just did a revamp and restock of a lot of their merch. Check it out. Tell them Mike check waifu waifu sent you in the happy comments down below when you use that code waifu. They'll appreciate that just as much as we do. Listen, um, <clears throat> I think I'm gonna call this episode Heat Week. <laughs> I'm gonna just jump right into it. Uh, because it's definitely Heat Week. But before we get into that, we have to thank a brand new sponsor. Not a brand new sponsor, a brand new patron, brand new producer. Okay. This is producer credits. You know, when whenever we get a new Patreon, no matter what tier they support us at, they always get a, a proper shout out, and we love you for it. Absolutely love you for it. But this shout out is special because it comes from one of our good friends, our boy Johnny, Johnny of Analytical Podcast. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Check podcast. Uh, they're incredible, incredible folks. There, it's a lot of them. I will give them all shout outs, but I don't want to forget one because it's like seventeen thousand of them. At least eight of them people. But we love you all the same. Thank y'all so much for supporting the podcast because every time y'all are shouting us out, and we we love y'all for that. Thank you so very much, Uh, Johnny the homie. He gonna teach us how to get our TikTok together. Hey, follow us on TikTok at Mike Check Wife Wife Food. The rest of the Patreon producers, the goats, the greatest of all times. Ab, (laughs) what was that? I think I'm dying, bro. I, think, <laughs> I hope not. Not, not on the podcast. Not live. <laughs> I'm gonna die live. Apparently, I'm going through puberty again. I don't know what the fuck that was. At 30 years old, A. B. Aaron Brown, Dre, the Goat, G. K. The Pro, explicitly, Monique Williams, Nachi. I wonder, Nachi, how you doing, man? Hit me up on Discord. Let me know how you doing. I haven't talked to you in a minute. I'm 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 on one today because, like I said, it's Heat Week. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely impossible. I feel like to pick an episode of the week. No, no, it's easy. I'm scratch that. Scratch. Hear me out, tell. Hear me out. See, y'all should see the video version that you get early on a Patreon uh, exclusive. Listen, hear me out. Hear me out. That foul shit you just said out your mouth <laughs> before you before you kill me. Okay, before you lynch me on on on, uh, on live TV. Listen to me, Mattel. Okay, take my headphones off. <laughs> Listen, there is something about this week that was crazy, and I'm, I'm going to get to it a little bit later, but first, before I do that, listen, support us on Patreon. You get access to the exclusive podcast called The After Story. We just recorded a dope one covering video games and all things we've been doing, um, how we how we like in H-Town and all that. Uh, you can just support for a dollar or above to get access to all exclusive um, After Story podcast episodes. When you're on our Patreon, just type the after story or after story, actually. And then all of the after story podcast episodes will pop up. They're all like 
some of them are time related, like recent stuff, video, recent video games that came out or whatever. But a lot of them are just us kind of talking like it's therapy. So check that out. But back to the heat week at hand. For me personally, obviously it's easy. Everybody know we're going to say Demon Slayer. We're a Demon Slayer podcast. Fuck what you heard. Listen, we love it. We love Demon Slayer. It built this podcast. Absolutely. Uh, bar none. Destroyed this week. Everything. Right. But outside of Demon Slayer, you're going to say Platinum Man, right? I'm about to turn this podcast around. <laughs> no. Right, it's not a card. You can grab the steering wheel and turn it around. <laughs> no, not Platinum Man. Okay. Platinum Man was even okay. It wasn't even as bad as usual. And the reason why it was, I think it was okay because of the uh, character that they introduced, a little uh, emo dude. His philosophical rants was fucking okay. It was actually yeah. well written. So yeah. I, Platinum Man was okay this this week. Was it good? Nah, I wasn't fucking it good. Was, it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never say it was good. But it was okay. That's why it's Heat Week. Okay, when you got Platinum Man and then on top of everything else we watch being Platinum Man being okay, Canada everything else being great, amazing. So okay, scratch that. Episode of the week for me outside of the fucking heavenly demons that are. You foldable Demon Slayer is my dress up darling. Mm-hmm. I fucking mm-hmm. enjoyed every last minute of this episode. It was wonderful from front to fucking back. Oh, and inc- absolutely incredible storytelling with our main characters in a monologue of how he feeling about the situation after, how he felt, or how he felt during, how he felt after them displaying his anxiety with all those people around i absolutely endured that adored that because i suffer from the same thing it's literally his anxiety is the exact same anxiety i got his is specifically to women mine's isn't so much it's just people in general um but it was incredible it was so well done that i enjoyed that so very much and uh the other pieces of it too was pretty great <sighs> sorry i've been talking a lot till what was your episode of the week this week i'm on one tonight heat week it's hard because Things like Ranking of Kings was really good on one this week. Obviously, Demon Slayer was on one this week. Um, fucking, I feel like even, I feel like this is another good episode of Attack on Titan. How to really um, rebuild the fucking kingdom? Yeah, even um, the Genius Prince's Guide to Raising a Nation Out of Debt. Fire. That was another really good episode this week. Yes. <sighs> you only I, get one. I, I hate you kind of though Yeah Cause uh, it's my dress up darling right <laughs> Love of Kill was heat Tokyo 24-4 was powerful There was like and A lot of the, a lot of the stuff that was really good In these, this week's episode was Some of them just had really good context Or really yes. good explanation oh. Really good details and story But yeah my dress up darling If if I'm not If I'm not straight up caping for uh, Demon Slayer Facts. It's my dress up darling Yeah See the thing what they, oh, Bro What made How to really Hero rebuild the kingdom So fa- fucking phenomenal too Was the Machiavelli close Or yep. Machiavelli Is how you pronounce it In, in their, their Home country or whatever But the Machiavelli quotes Was fucking phenomenal How he used those To weed out The rest I'm not gonna go into Full spoilers It was incredible It was just incredible how And the ramifications was, Yes The ramifications The consequences oh, Just too much It's just too much I am ecstatic about this week. Heat week in anime, man. I don't know how to act. I got my bikini on. You hear me? Oh my God. It's heat week. We about to get Polo in the gym with me anyway. <laughs> hey, what that mean? You trying, what you trying to say? You want to see me in a bikini, bro? 
Come on, man. Hey, look, I don't. I'm not. I don't body judge like really that. Unless, be your own. He just judged me. He just body judge, body shame. I don't. Me. I don't body shame. That's crazy. I don't do that. My own brother. I mean, if I do body shame anybody, it's got to be you. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> it's it's and it's only because you, my brother. So I know, like, even though I might cause some emotional damage, you know, <laughs> <I'm> personal. <laughs> personal. <laughs> I promise, I ain't trying to hurt you. No, nah, you know, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> don't nothing, nobody say do anything to me. To be honest, we the same on that level. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I'm in the mood though. Listen, uh. I see you got your legs up. You oh, see yeah. your leggings and everything. Yeah. Oh, my leggings. He's not my joggers. He called them leggings. Oh, my bad. My bad. Hey, look, I be, wear, I, be wear, I be wearing compression pants. Because, <laughs> like, you know, I wear compression pants because I too, wear them yeah. to the gym all the time. But, like, you know. I would never wear sometimes. underwear at the gym. I always wear compression pants and then some shorts. Mm-hmm. No, fuck the fuck. No, nah, I'm not putting my fucking balls in drawers. Are you crazy? Why am I not? Especially when I'm running five miles. He be, he, be, he be running on that treadmill. So why is everything taking? Get, get the compression pants you or gotta the compression have, shorts. Yes, yes. You got to have either the compression shorts or the compression pants because you, it's it's tragic if you don't. They they came to uh, Mike check wife wife for anime. Oh updates, shit, this but, anime. But they, but they getting fitness uh, fitness work. Uh, I'm bugging. Cool, I'm bugging. This is an anime podcast. Listen. Yeah, man. Heat week. Attack on Titan was a good episode. Um, the, the only reason, oh, is there any critiques I have about anything this week besides Platinum yeah. Man? Yeah, we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna break them down. Which okay. which you want which you want to critique? Which you want to critique? I don't know what to break down first because I absolutely this was my favorite. I think this was my favorite group of chapters in Attack on Titan when I was reading it. Mm-hmm. So it was awesome to see how they how they how they visualized um, spoilers, slight spoilers. Um, everybody's fucking saw it. I don't even know why I'm even saying that. How they visualized the uh, the rumbling, but not the the past of Ymir was so mm-hmm. well done. Actually, very ugly, which it was intentional. Obviously, I loved that though. I absolutely loved how ugly, how intentionally ugly it was. It for some reason it it artistically stuck out for me. I, I do want to talk about intentions um, a little bit later, especially when we get into Demon Slayer. Okay. Because I, I say it every time, but there are intentional things that you do in a series that will create impact. That fire real? What the fuck? Uh, anyway, it's it's fucking insane. It's insane. It's insane. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know. I'm going to be real with you. This is the first time, and this may be a complete lie. I could be lying to everybody listening to this episode right now. I, I'm coming into this episode recording. With nothing Right now I have nothing, nothing on my head <laughs> That right. I want to discuss right. I'm just here for the ride I, Heat week I'm sweating You know what I'm saying <laughs> You said I'm sweating uh, <laughs> Metaphorically sweating Cause of the heat I just watched And I literally just watched Pretty much as much as I could Like Literally like 15 minutes ago I just wrapped up like Four shows Okay so, then, then let's do this What's up Before we Before we get to The good stuff Talk to me Let's Let's just cover a little bit of platinum end. Okay, talk to so him. we don't don't bring it into spoiler talk. Yeah. No platinum end <laughs> spoiler talk. We are gonna talk about it now. We got better stuff. Let's do it. Um, while this episode was okay, okay, and I mean, and I say okay, I mean okay as fuck because it still wasn't good. True. Um, the introduction of that new character, emo boy, was was definitely needed, and and I'm just thinking the whole time I'm watching this anime without going into too much spoiler context that like. The only thing I see at this point making this better is they introduce the Death Note. 
and and making it like mm. making it like the the god what they call them the god uh candidates versus like a death note wielder or something like that i have no idea or even i just want I, at this point it's like there's nothing that's redeeming for me when watching this like yeah, that's true i don't i don't care what happens next yeah i don't think yeah i don't think anybody does at this point um that's a good point because if you're watching the video version with the early access of uh VR Patreon. If you're watching the video version of this podcast, you would have saw my face. My face turned up like I was ready to deny that shit until I just took two seconds to even think about that. As whimsical as that may sound, introducing someone with a death note will be fucking interesting as hell because then we have a connection to these two worlds, obviously, which will be kind of cool if if you ask me. Maybe the motherfucker yeah. that they did in that one shot, that death note one shot. Well, nah, no, they can't do that. But because he killed him, yeah. <laughs> so maybe not. But like, it it would have been kind of cool. Would it have been redeeming? Probably not, because it wouldn't make no fucking sense. We'd be like, what? But here's the thing, though, is that like it does kind of make sense uh, yeah. in the context of how they did everything. Sure, sure. Because the death note can people with death notes can only be seen. Can only see other people with death notes or their their wielders and whatnot. The, oh the Shinigami. Boy. Oh boy, I forgot about that piece. Don't make Platinum so, Man even worse for me. <laughs> so it's like the the I would love to I would love to get a crossover where there's like the idea that the death note wielders can see the god candidates mm. and that like they become some kind of threat in the end to the final god candidate. Like the god candidate has, I don't know, bro. It, it's just, I need something to mix this shit up because it's not working for me anymore. So it's entirely like, possible, but will it be good? Fuck no, dude. I don't even, I mean, that they've, sounds they've interesting. Already, they've already messed it up. There's nothing to really like. I guess you can't. If, if, could it be and worse? That's the issue that I feel right now, right? Is that if it had started off on that kind of tip where that could have been a, a, a process, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think it would even be a bad idea if it started off like that. Mm. Now it's way too hard to introduce something like that into this series when it's going in this route. Mm. You might be right. You might be on to something. Yeah, I, I, don't, yeah, I agree. I don't think there's no redeeming qualities of it. I, I don't wish. I just wish at least what I was looking at was pretty. Like the show's ugly as fuck. The it's, only thing they do right is eyes, and that's not all the time. They, yeah, no. I, I don't know, I don't know. I just feel like this was something that uh, the author of Death Note. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. I can't remember his name right now. Threw together because he had writer's blocks or something. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking. Know. This doesn't. Bro had writer's block. This doesn't feel. It doesn't feel remotely the same. Well, it feels the same in like the bad ways. Like you just reminded me the fact that nobody else can see a Death Note wielder on. Other than other Death Note holders, right? So, yeah, they, they, well, they, and it's not that they couldn't see; they couldn't see the Shinigami, yeah, which yeah, was that's the only I mean. reveal, which is the exact same as other people not being able to see the angels, unless you have you're a God candidate. It's like it's he, he like he like bit off himself, and it just makes it even worse. Like, but that, that, that's not even a bad concept because that in itself, like if that happened sense. in the real world, that makes sense, yeah. right? Is it, what makes it an issue is how they carrying out this entire series, mm. and you know, I was actually thinking about this too. With this series, like all the guy candidates being people who wanted to commit suicide, mm-hmm. I I would love if there was just like some kind of suicide awareness contextual like statements great. in this. But there's just nothing. It just feels like there's so much like opportunity where they could be taking shots just for any possible thing Anything and making it 
making it somewhat like, you know what, I'll finish this because they're talking about suicide awareness. And because they did say something about how in Japan, suicide is, is the highest rate between, is the highest thing that kills people between 19 and 39. Right. It's, it's suicide. So, like, tie that in or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what they can do, but it's like, yes. you you gave us an interesting fact. You gave us a somewhat interesting character and then turned it around. Like, I don't I don't know where this is going to go. Bro, that's a fact. It goes into what we talked about before. This shit is so, it's, it's consistent at being inconsistent because with him talking this, this suicide talk, what the fuck was Red doing? He was quiet as a mouse almost virtually the entire time. With mm. him and his process of thinking, oh, but death is so bad. We need to make everyone happy. He said a few fucking lines about someone would be unhappy about him committing suicide. But then he just kind of like, okay. Like it was like, okay, you know, like whatever. After that, it's fucking stupid. It's dumb. It's dumb. So, so hear me out when I say this really quick. Do you think that some of the details in this show are like overly manufactured? No. Like, they're like they're not like they're giving us too many details that mean nothing instead of giving us stuff that we actually care about. No. Like if they if they just took out, so you think they should add more context to the series? Because I feel like if they took some stuff out and just made progress into the storyline, I would actually be happier with this. No, because it's not the the detail isn't the problem. It's the con, it's the content of the detail, right? Like it's it's detailed. The, the content is just bad. Yeah, the the. The content of the detail is here, 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 and here. Like if I had a fucking um, uh, so for for listeners, not just video watchers. If I had a um, a fucking I don't know, a refrigerator full of magnets. Okay, just right. fucking give it to a two year old. That's exactly what the details, the, the content of the details they give us is. It's just fucking scattered everywhere. It's it's sometimes it overlaps. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. Sometimes it's inconsistent with the previous uh, like. Detail like you can have a fucking Mario magnet with a with a goddamn Brazzers magnet on the on the same refrigerator. Like it doesn't make it doesn't the 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 shit just doesn't fucking it's not consistently like valuable at all. It doesn't make any sense. Like the detail could be there. I'm okay with the detail because if the detail wasn't there, I probably would have turned this shit off. I don't care. I'm more interested in finding out who got the Brazzers magnet on their refrigerator. <laughs> next, next to Mario, man. You know what I'm, I'm inviting them to fuck over, bro. Like, come on, man. Next to Mario, <laughs> Mama Mia. Oh my God, I am you see, done. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Heat week, man. It's it, it, it's so inconsistent, bro. It, it's done, man. I'm done. I'm done. Like, if it if it didn't have the details it does have, though, I wouldn't be watching it at all. Like, period. Like, it does have some detail where I'm kind of like. Okay, you know I'm I'm intrigued to see what's gonna happen, but do I care? No. But like, hear me out on this real quick, because I'm I'm trying I'm trying to wrap my head around this platinum man thing. Yes, sir. I watched Land of Lidl this week. Fantastic. It it always is, but is it because of our expectations for it? Because Land of Lidl is just wholesome, and it's like it's like comedy, but it's not like comedy. It's just Mm. it's something we turn on and it's enjoyable. There's some conflict, but then there's like just character understanding mm-hmm. what's going on like it's so what fun. makes land what makes land Alito so much better than platinum man for us i think i have an answer it's self-aware it has mm-hmm. it has an identity platinum man don't know what the fuck is trying to be it doesn't they don't know it's confused okay and that's okay, okay. that's okay he can be confused but it ain't gonna be good land Lidell is a it, it is it's a comedy 
and it and it has a single like it has an overarching narrative followed by small little details that aren't inconsistent with what the show is because it's self-aware right so you have her obviously doing what she's doing with these towers and 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 trying to find out what the fuck is going on with the situation that she's in while also managing an everyday life from a video game where it didn't exist before right you know what i'm saying so it's like you can tell what's happening on top of that layers of comedy very sweet wholesome character great sweet wholesome moments and and you get a nice laugh of it like i smile watching the entire episode all the time every time and that's all i can ask for you know what i'm saying I, I don't know. And and I think that identity is important because yes. that that kind of ties into what I want to talk to talk about when we get to Demon Slayer. Um, but I, I also I can equate that to kind of like the idea that you why you lost so much interest in AOT. Mm. Uh, not just the anime lost identity because the anime didn't necessarily change. Like Aaron Yeager had the same goal all the way through. Yeah, facts. But like a lot of those characters lost their identities, mm-hmm. and that's why things like platinum and like we got too many characters battling with an identity that they haven't even established yet it's, right. it's just so, right. Right. so not good whereas land of Liddell, which is a comedy series that's not meant to be too much not meant to be too little it's just there yeah that identity sets it in for people to digest and say this is what yes, i want definitely digestible for sure i don't know man it's it's people like being weird i guess <laughs> i don't know you're right. Um, what are we moving on to next? <laughs> hey, you got the reins today. I don't All fucking right. know. I'm chilling. I, I bet. All right. Did you watch uh, Sab- Sabuki Bisco? I forgot about that. Because All right, cool, cool. I, yes. I, I, I ain't going to spoil nothing. No, yeah. Let's talk about our characters, our characters obviously progressed. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. All right, all right, all right. Our characters obviously progressed, mm-hmm. and you can see their friendship building up. Um, yeah, heat week, <laughs> uh, and and that's what I'm talking about. Is that like with my check waifu waifu, and I, and I think we identify our interest in anime. Yes, it doesn't have to be heat week in terms of like amazing animation, amazing action. Absolutely, not. heat for us is just great contextual storylines, development of the characters, Absolutely. something that moves everything forward. Because I was watching this episode, and I'm not gonna lie, in the beginning I was like, all right, this is about to be a traveling episode, and I. And I hate traveling episodes where they're trying to get to one place and to another. And I'm like, yo, because it's just, it's all bullshit in there. Every time, every time. But but we got to see some development and how our character thinks of, you know, other characters like Mm -hmm. the crab and stuff like that. He didn't mention the crab as just a crab. It's his brother. Like he grew up with the crab. I thought that was really cool. Like to think of like, like how these characters might have grown up and how they're different yes. and even how they adjust to in, in new scenarios. So I, I think these are like important details that happen that kind of like, these are the things that make something slightly impactful. Even when you know, you hate traveling scenes. Bro, I could, I can't stand traveling episodes cause it always feel like filler. It obviously is used as moments to quote unquote build character. And, and sometimes it do and sometimes it does it successfully don't mean i don't hate it still like i still hate it when they do it because it's it just feels i don't know like it's not respecting my time but with this i mean we got the character development of panda mm-hmm. uh and it's like the way they developed him 
is they're not they didn't develop him as far as him learning something right you know how somebody has to learn something to develop usually they right. developed him in a way of him him just just displaying his, him just displaying his character in general him being who he is in the way he is unapologetically to bisco who is seeing this from like a different perspective? Who's like, who's like, I don't fucking trust these city, these little city folks, or I don't trust really anybody else other than my people. I'm just trying to get to get to my job and get it done and, and move on. But he's starting to realize, like, oh, okay, not everybody is this type. The way he, the way the panda is learning, I'm trying to, the way panda is learning how to handle the situation that he's in. Um, no spoilers because I think what's the called again? Sabu Kui Bisco is a fantastic show and more people need to watch it. So I don't want to spoil too much of it because this was a really, really dope episode. Even even with Jellyfish Girl. Like <laughs> that was so interesting too to see how that that whole entire situation played out. It's I, what I love about Bisco is that he ain't he's not really because I I thought he was a savage. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I thought he was just a, a killer. And not in a killer way of like I'm gonna kill everybody, but just a, a fucking mean piece of shit, broody type of character. And he's not. He's much more than that too. So I don't know. I love this episode. But, and that's filling out the storyline too, because because if if you think that that's what the world displays him as, absolutely, and that's very intentional. You see a character who is displayed as a villain, even how they first demonstrated him for us in the in the anime. Yeah, he seemed threatening, mm-hmm. ominous. Uh, but as we kind of get further, he he, and I still think he a demon for real. Like, I still think he on, he can be on some trash if he wanted to. For sure. But it's not it's not for the reasons that they display. It's just a, a grand misunderstanding amongst the entire world, right? Versus versus him and his people, basically. And I'm not, I don't mean his people as in like his race of people, right, but like right. <laughs> the mushroom wielders. Yeah. You know, the people don't understand because they haven't took it taken the time to, to to learn. Whereas somebody like Panda, he was already on the verge of understanding. He was he was already there. He was like, I'm trying. I'm going to try and do this because it doesn't make sense to me. Yet. And he figured it out before Bisco brought it to him. Absolutely. So I just thought it, I just thought it was a. a it's, this series does a lot of really cool things without trying to underdo it or overdo it. It was just it was on point. Absolutely. I even took the time. So this week I I did so good at the beginning of the week with catching up on all my shows. I even took the time to watch something old. What was that? It's called. Um, Love election and chocolate. Love election and chocolate. Love election and chocolate. <clears throat> so it starts off completely different than what it ended up being throughout the episode. It starts off with this this girl who has a DSLR camera and she's like taking a picture of what appears to be students um or a, an adult and a student making some sort of transaction that looked obviously illegal. Shit looked like a drug deal. It was crazy. It's crazy. I'm like, what the fuck is this? She takes the picture. Boop, boop. She realized who that person is. She's like, oh shit. I should probably, you know, take this shot and keep it moving. So she keeps it moving. And when she's keeping it moving, the girl she took the picture from or took the picture of decides to turn the car around or have her driver turn the car around. And they run the, the chick over with the camera. They kill her. Essentially, I think she's dead. She might not be dead because if I remember this correctly, nope, she wasn't dead in the first episode. They showed her in the hospital at the end of the episode. But before that, that was at the beginning. Then the the, the intro come on, obviously skip it. And then 
<laughs> we get, we get to the we get to the meat of the show, and the meat of the show is about this little club. Who there? It's this club that they literally just review candy in this club, and it's super whimsical and comedic, and different personalities coming together and reviewing different candies, and it's like this super interesting dynamic because you got this this guy and this guy and his other a, a bunch of girls, and the guy like it, it's it's just it's very very strange, and then. Then you start to see the way they do their student council and their student council is like a fucking delegation. It's like a it's like the, the, the Capitol Hill. These motherfuckers is passing different rules throughout the school. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? What the fuck is this show I'm watching? It like had category? Me, no, not no, not not that extreme. But it definitely had me feeling like, what is this? What is this overarching thing? When we go to the Capitol Hill situation, the Capitol Hill situation is the student passing like like passing down this this rule, quote unquote, law that they're going to cut some of these pointless clubs. Obviously, reviewing candy feels like a pointless club to the school because they're like fucking hemorrhaging money and they're trying to cut down on some of that shit. So now they're trying to figure out how to keep the club open. And it's this big. Yeah, let's figure out how to keep our club open. But I'm like, what the fuck happened to the girl that got ran over by the car? <laughs> Was, oh my god! I was so confused because that happened at literally the first two minutes of the show. This girl get hit by this car, and then at the very, very end, during the credits, they show this girl in the hospital who looks comatose. I'm like, oh, I'm about to watch this shit because <laughs> I was just intrigued. Um, but I love found his drama. Essentially, I don't, I don't even think it is. But essentially, one of the club members decides the the one male character decides he's going to run for election as student council pre- president. So that's where the election part comes in to try to thwart their plan to close down all these clubs. So I don't know. I don't know what the fuck this is going to be. I'm going to holler back at y'all next week. Um, I might be going to lie to you, bro. When you said that that love kill election. Um, love election. Love, love, love election. Love election chocolate. I thought this was uh, hentai. Man, listen. Nah. That, that name that name deserves to be on, on somebody DVD back in the day. <laughs> Yo, flat out. That's something you download on LimeWire to give you a virus. That's true. No, but, it's, <laughs> but um, I caught up on Case Study of Anita's, and I ain't gonna say caught up because I was already caught up. I just watched the latest episode this week. Talk to me. Um, Fire still. Yeah, it's still very good. He, uh, he, the, the the issue that I had with the Case Study of Anita's was oh, that it, it threw me for a loop in the beginning because I'm thinking like, why are we still here? Mm. Why does this have any meaning to the story? And then it hit me in the fucking face with like. This is why it means something to the story. Because I was literally watching the episode and I'm thinking in my head, this makes no sense. Mm. This doesn't matter. None of this shit matters. Why are we still mm. here? But I loved that it was like, shut up. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> oh, you just blew me back. Now I'm interested. Um, you, we know that if the vampire gives their name to uh, the fuck they call it, charlatan, if they give their name to charlatan, that they, they become uh, cursed. And the curses give off different scenarios, effects, transform the vampires in different ways. We learned something new about the curse in these last two episodes, but it was just such a cool concept and it actually did drive the story forward. I've just, I was being impatient, I guess. Yes. But the patience really pays off with how they delivered it. And it was so good. I was very surprised. Let me tell you. I know it's not, it's not dubbed yet. So I'm sorry, but you know. That's okay. Let me tell y'all something about Tails Patience. He doesn't have any. Um, <laughs> not for this. I do have a lot of patience, but like, but like for, for people, for, not for real for shit. Yeah, for real life stuff. You're not a, you're not very patient for the digital society. And, and let me explain. 
I'm gonna just tell y'all a quick. I got a story to tell. Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> what you about to say, yeah. bro? So, all right. I remember it like it was yesterday because guess what? It probably it was. was. Yes. <laughs> we, we were playing. We were playing this new video game. Okay, it's a it's a new video game that just came out recently called Dying Light Two. Okay, for three because I'm playing three. They playing two. <laughs> we're playing Dying Light Two, and Tails never played a Dying Light game, so obviously he gets some. He gets a little leeway for this. I'm watching him. I'm literally listening to him do the tutorial piece. Was that it was two days ago? But. I yeah, tutorial two days ago. Yeah, I'm listening to him do do the tutorial, and he just was sitting like, "Why does it working? Why does it working?" I'm like, "Did you did you read what it says?" He's like, "Oh shit, my fault." And that has been literally the entire time we've been playing this game together. <laughs> oh shit, my fault. I just didn't even read it. Oh shit, my fault. I just didn't even read it. <laughs> he thought it was something going on with the game, and in real life, it was just him just not reading it because he's impatient. The words are right there on the screen on what he needs to do. And I'm like, well, you are so impatient, which is well, unusual. Hear, hear me out, bro. <laughs> hear me out, dude. <laughs> there, there's an icon on the screen, and it's telling me what to press. In the middle, but, like, and it's in the center like, of the screen, by the way. It wasn't in the center of the it's screen. The it was on the top right-hand side. I'm about to put a picture of it right here in the video. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that specific part. I'm just I saying know, this okay. happened once. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Other times, I was just being impatient. Leave me alone. <laughs> But it's a it's a little symbol on the yeah. side it's saying like a whole F or a whole G or something. I don't know what it's telling me to hold, but it's telling me to hold some shit. <laughs> and I'm looking at the screen. I'm like, why can't I move? Why is it not letting me move? And I'm just like, what is going on here? Oh, shit. And then I'm like, Polo saying something. I'm just looking around the screen. Like, I can't understand what the fuck is going on. Like, I think my game crashed. And I, I look at it and I see the symbol. I was like, oh, I just had to press this button, hold it down for a few seconds. <laughs> I absolutely, oh my god! This has been a great experience, though. Playing this would would tell, though. Like, I don't know why we weren't recording any of it, but it's just hilarious watching somebody because Dying Light Two is obviously it's a new game, but you don't need to play Dying Light One to play Dying Light Two. So he's just jumping into Dying Light Two with like no previous knowledge, and it's hilarious. It's the greatest shit. <laughs> what Polo doesn't know about me is that my first horror game was like a dinosaur game mm. and you had to travel it, it was like resident evil but it was dinosaurs uh uh and then i played resident evil and then i've also played this game named creatures which was this, this uh horror travel like you travel around the world game mm-hmm. and like i have a, a slight anxiety for for he for does yeah and it's, it's, it's not that i'm scared of anything no, it's no. more of the fact that i have to make a decision at some point no you and were you were you were kind of frightened you were startled hey check out his stream twitch.tv slash king Teliano. he was kind of frightened it's a previous broadcast nah, yeah no you're not you're not wrong but i'm saying like it's not that it's not like i'm, I'm not really scared because I, I do fuck with the zombies i yeah, do it's, I, it's I, that shit that shit live but what i'm saying though <laughs> is like i gotta make a decision about people's lives and oh, shit. Oh, that shit. Yeah, yeah. And I'd true. be like, oh. Every single time he had a decision, he, he did that's that exactly. Exact, no, that's exactly. I was like, I, like somebody going to die if I make the wrong decision. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. I make a decision and do want to fight me because I'm like, I'm not a liar. <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> he want to run my face. He oh knocked me the fuck out. God, that is so funny. It was, it was a good time watching him play that because it, I never seen tell with anxiety other than like that. I'm like, dude, I'm seeing some anxiety coming from you right now. <laughs> Polo then seen me fly across the room hitting people. Yeah, I ain't gonna take me no time to make that decision. But when it come to <laughs> it come to playing so, a video game and making a decision for a digital person, absolutely, he was he was startled. 
It's great. Um, it's great. I'm ridiculous. Don't don't pay me no attention. <laughs> Sorry, this no. is a, this is an anime podcast. I promise. Oh right. my goodness. Um. Yeah. I I just love it. I love it. I've been addicted to Dying Light too. It's it's been messing up my anime watching. It's it's a great game. It's it's just like how uh, I'm at 200 Pokemon caught in Pokemon, and I still got 42 to go. Okay. Damn. I'm, um, I'm trying to close in on that gap, you know. But uh. Real quick, just just throw in real quick. I laughed at um, the strongest stage of the weakest crest when they uh, had the dude come down for the test, and he was like, "I got my whole school here." And he was like, "All right, we got five people." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and they put it them five people was overkill. I was like, "Yep, heat week." This is what I came for. I I absolutely love when our girl was fighting the dragon. That was. Incredible! <laughs> she was just fumbling around. It was amazing. Uh, oh. But we we gotta follow up that part with the little little. He was like, "How about you have her do it?" Because she was looking like she was sleeping, stupid. Mm-hmm. And he handed her sword, and she like trying to resheat the sword to end up <laughs> breaking it, it. <laughs> bending it all around like a like a noodle. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, we we have been we have been um. As the kids say, blessed this week with episodes of anime. They have sure. all literally just been fire. And just to just to give you a little bit of, of context, I know if you've listened to this, you probably like, I don't even know what the fuck they're talking about because you're listening to this uh two months in the future. But we're referring to episode ten of Demon Slayer. We're referring to episode five of My Dress Up Darling. Um, episode four, uh yeah, episode four of How to Realist Hero Rebuild the Kingdom. Um episode three of the the genius prince um episode three of uh, no four of uh sabi gobisco and episode four of attack on titan part two so those are just the episodes we were touched on we are going to go into full spoilers on attack on titan and demon slayer after the break as well as uh my dress up darling. Let's do my dress up darling this week for sure. Okay, we're gonna do my dress up darling. So if you watch all three of those shows, stick around with us. If not, thank y'all so much for listening. As always, Mike, Mike, check, Mike, check. Mike. Okay, um, let's get to know Mike check white for white food. Funny. This is my right, podcast you- where one of us throws a random number generator. It's supposed to be me. It's you. It's you. We got forty eight questions. Okay. And then the other reads a que- uh, reads a question associated with that number. The number this week is thirty. I actually wrote the random number generated last week. I just remembered, but whatever, it's fine. My bad. What is your favorite book to read? Every single, well, I stopped, but every single <coughs> year I used to read a book called, and I, I will say I stopped doing this around three years ago. Um, but I used to read a book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Now, when you hear Think and Grow Rich, you think, oh, it's, it's some how to be rich kind of book, but it's not. It's not at all. It's from an author who wrote these a series of stories of uh, entrepreneurs and their stories uh, during the Great Depression, actually. So it's a very, very, very valuable book, a must read. Um, I, feel like, I feel like there's two books everybody in the world must read to help them kind of just put stuff into perspective and that's how to win friends and influence people on leader like that's just discuss on leadership and if you wanted to be like a manager somewhere or something like that my old manager gave me that book funny enough my old 
Never mind, I can't say that. I don't want to say that on the air because I don't I'm yeah. liable for litigation. But yeah. <laughs> my old manager gave me that suggestion for that book. Man, he was a fucking he was a schemer though. Um, and then how uh, to when friends were and no and thinking grow rich by Napoleon Hill. I think those are books of must reads because the stories that Napoleon Hill from the Great Depression on how people like Ford and and Edison did their things like it is just it's spectacular on on uh. A must reads for me. My telly D. Uh, so I'm gonna be real with you. I don't really have uh that many books that I read. Uh, one of them I have is uh How to Outwit Aristotle, mm. and it's really just a philosophical book in terms of like understanding life in general and how how to outwit air not outwit Aristotle but just how philosophers and what and what not change throughout the throughout time and throughout the world and which ones uh basically would have created something that would have been able to outweigh Aristotle. Mm. Other than that, um the current read I have Extreme Ownership. Oh, okay. It's it's backwards on the video. So I was like, what the yeah, fuck yeah. is that? Extreme <laughs> ownership <laughs> how the US Navy SEALs um lead and win. Oh, um okay. But it's not just like concept of Navy SEALs leading and winning. It's just like, how do you take ownership of something? And mm-hmm. and like, you know, like you have to take ownership of a group sometimes in order to yeah. push forward, especially if like a leader passes or anything like that. Um, so that's my current read. Um, I like but yeah. Cool. I read I read weird stuff like how to out with Aristotle. If it ain't got nothing to do with some kind of artistic perspective, I don't really touch it normally. Yeah, true, true. That's all right. Hey, do us a favor before we go to this break. Make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube. You do get um, access to the uh, video versions. Obviously, eventually it comes out to everybody on there. But you also get access to Navi's Lo-Fi playlist, which is a playlist that is curated from all the songs that we use during the break of this podcast. Check it out. It's super chill, super lo-fi, amazing 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 podcast i mean amazing amazing playlist full of a bunch of different artists including our boy arcane he's in there um and a few others we use like lo-fi powder and, and, and a bunch of other friends and stuff so check that out we would appreciate that uh and we'll be right back after these
And welcome back to episode 138 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Uh, as always, follow us on Twitter at Polo Born Fly and at King Teliano and at Mike Check Waifu. Make sure if you listen to this podcast, you rate, you rate us at it on Spotify. I don't know what the fuck I was doing there. On Spotify, iTunes, give us five stars. We'd appreciate that. You know, I just thought about something. Can I can I tell you what I'm gonna tell you? What I, can I tell you what I'm thinking about thinking about before you say that? Sure. Uh, the next Patreon subscriber we get, um, we're gonna have a whole sensual polo episode where he do the same thing he did. <laughs> Not nah, never. Last five seconds. Not nah, never gonna happen. Um, <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, what did I? What was I? <laughs> Lost my train of thought. It's gone. It's gone. My bad. My bad. And I ain't gonna throw you off like that. It's he laughs too hard. <laughs> it's all I good. Threw him off. Anyway, this is the part of the show where we spoil stuff. First time we're gonna spoil probably Demon Slayer. We have to fucking spoil Demon Slayer first, please. Please. Let's do it. Let's Demon, do it. It wins everything. Every award. <laughs> Every award. Best oh. best color. Best sound design. Best music. Best assholes. Best assholes. Best art. Best fucking just everything. You foldable so, or demons? I don't know how they do it. How how do you do this? I have no idea. I need a I need a documentary. I don't care if none of it is in English. I just need to see their computers. <laughs> like <laughs> they, what the they fuck? All got, they, they all got two hundred and sixty eight gigs around. <laughs> they have to. I mean, they have to at this point. I'm telling you, ain't no way they car series. There's no way they they, they all use supercomputers. <laughs> um, it probably took but, so right. long. I'm gonna just say this from from a, somebody who knows just a little bit about rendering. I don't know anything about animation, but rendering in general, it had to take at least four fucking days to render just this episode. Mm-mm, not at all. I, I can tell you why. No, you can't. <laughs> it's I'm telling you, it, it is possible. I, I'm not sure how. Uh, cause MKBHD he shoot his videos in 8K. No, no, no. It's not about that. It's not. It's it's something so different than just a 10 minute video in 8K. It's something so different, so minute of how they change frame rates because that take you mm-hmm. got every time they change frame rates, which they do a lot in the show because they have to because of the style of animation that they use. They have to render that scene. So if it's 15 seconds, it has to be rendered. And then if it's another 30 seconds of changing it again, it has to be rendered. Like they okay. have to render yeah. it so fucking much. It has to take so long for the editing process to get done, which probably explains why it took so long for Demon Slayer to come back to be 100% honest with you. Yeah. It's all I mean, starting to make sense now. To look this fucking good. There's no way. Um, and to, to just line certain things up, right? Because <laughs> this is the context I want to bring up Talk to for me. Demon Slayer right here. Tell him. We talk about intent. I said this earlier. Mm-hmm. When we say sound design is key and important, so important. Did you did you hear the lack of music in like the first eight minutes of this fucking episode? Yes. Yes, I did. Did the lack of music not give you chills? Yes. Just the fact that there was no music and no sound outside of this upper six demon breaking Tandro's hands and berating him and belittling him and shitting on his soul. And even when he flashed back to see his siblings and everything else, there was no music. The hair on the back of my neck was at a stand like the entire episode. I'm like, yo, what the fuck the, is this? The lack of music made me feel a loss of hope. Yes. It right? Like, me defeated. I, I was defeated. I, I know that our, our protagonist has to win, but I did not feel that way. No. 
I didn't. I I felt that I didn't feel uh, it at all. You know how hard that is to do when us as anime watchers, everybody watching the show, we all watch shonen shows. We always know the main character isn't gonna die. Like he's not gonna die. He's not gonna die. The main characters, I should say, in plural, aren't gonna die, and we know this. We it's obvious. It's plain and clear. It's shonen. It's the shonen way all all the time. No matter what, how the fuck did my dog just break out of his cage? Um, <laughs> give me. He's a shonen protagonist. Give me one second. <laughs> Saber is a shonen protagonist. He was like, "I'm out of the cage. I'm breaking out. I'm coming to see what my dad is doing. He's recording an anime podcast, and I ain't letting it happen. I need love right now." And, and Saber is showing bad love to Polo, and, and y'all should too. Show that man some love Y'all know we love him He put on a lot of hard work For this podcast And I, I hope I hope that y'all Give him all the love He deserves Because he, he really deserves it What are you talking about I'll, I'll listen to it I, He's a demon I don't even know How the hell he did that uh, But Because it's like three It's three different locks And I can't And I digress <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I digress I I was blown back bro The entire time Like when the moment they didn't have the music, they were showing scenes, and it was just, it wasn't any transitions. It was just flashes of a scene, the fire on like the, the fires in the surrounding areas. It was looks like real. It fire. was looking like real fucking fire. It had to be somebody had to light something on fire, record it behind a blue screen, green screen, whatever they used, and just clip that. Sh- it looked like they did that, but it was so quality and composited into the shot. Unbelievable. If you if if I take a screenshot of that, it'll look like it's a real. It's just a. Re- it's real, from beginning to end. <laughs> like this is an anime. To end, this is a fucking shonen anime, bro. That comes. That's going to come on tsunami in about a six months or whatever. It's insane. I would have never thought we was getting this kind of quality as a kid, bro. No, bro, dude. You mean to tell me in 2016 when I was just. Leisurely watching fucking SAO. Shut up, Moody. I like I wouldn't be blown like be getting some shit like this and getting blown back, bro. Like, come uh, on, man. No, there's no way. I mean, I, but back then I was watching Fate series stuff, and that looks obviously beautiful too. But come the fuck on, Mattel. Come on. It ain't this good. It wasn't no, this good. No. It's like you photo got a whole new bag for this. I don't know what they did. Well, they probably yeah, the Fate series did bring them in quite a few bags in literal terms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did <laughs> money bags. You foldable. <laughs> Talk about Birkins. They got they got triples and, straight, and quadruple Birkins. They got them. straight up, bro. It's insane. It's insane. I'm, I'm I was blown away, blown away. Um, but let's talk about once it transitions to the action, right? Yes, fuck. Because our boy Tandro is getting belittled, berated, and shit on <laughs> by this upper six demon. And it is is tragic. He he broke his fingers talking about how you can't even protect your sister. You ain't like, shit. He's like, I'm gonna let your friend over there wiggle under under uh rubble. buildings mm-hmm. or the house and rubble until he dies. And your other friend, I stabbed him in the heart. He gone. The Hashira over there, I cut his hand off and he's dying right there. The poison stopped his heart. Gone. So now what are you gonna do? You're the only one left alive. And you have a You're demon. Disgrace. For, you have a demon for a sister, and she's going yeah. to be the one to protect you. You're not protecting her. Oh my god! And oh. it was like all, all of this with no music just felt like it, it, I felt more and more despair. Right? Demon. I'm just like I'm feeling the loss for Tanjiro. Facts. And he when he like makes that break and just runs, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, 
he running. He got to catch his breath. You know, something, right? I don't know necessarily know what's about to happen next. I know Tondro can't lose. I'm like, who about to come save Tondro? What's about to happen? That boy got kicked. And, and it, he ain't get saved. <laughs> I thought it was over, bro. I thought it was it. I thought that was the end of time. <laughs> but but he kicked Tondro into a building. <laughs> Polo is foul, bro. He kicked Tondro into a building. Oh, and Tondro's sitting there catching his breath, having flashbacks of his sister and his mm-hmm. siblings again. I'm like, yeah, you done, and bro. He done. And out of nowhere, and I'm I see it too, because they do they do like this little quick glance yeah. at his head. I'm like, oh, my boy about to give him a head, but yep. but I'm like, hold up, this demon. This is a demon demon You can't just head But this demon And think something Gonna happen Facts. Chandra head butt him And the demon Kind of moved back A little bit He's smiling and laughing Saying oh this had No effect on me But then he like Falls back a little bit more He's like hold the fuck What's going on move. here <laughs> And we see the kunai And his like leg And his lower leg And we like Tandro had a plan. He Bruh. actually followed through on something. He immediately swinging that sword. That's, and, and, I, and just to stop you right there, though, the uh, and fucking Demon Slayer does it so good because we see after he gets kicked through the building, he's tumbling and he's throwing rocks. He's throwing bullshit at the demon. The demon then goes into a monologue like, how the fuck did this kunai get in my goddamn leg? What the fuck is going on? Oh, this motherfucker did this. And then it went into the breakdown of everything that Tanjiro was doing and the way he was moving. Had guess mm-hmm. what, Tell? You spoke on it earlier. Intent. Everything mm-hmm. he was doing had intent and it was it was buffling. I'm like, I a smile creaked on my face. I'm like, this motherfucker. When he was poisoned and he was on basically all force, and Tandro brought up that sword and I saw that flame. I'm like, yes, bitch, yes. Boom. Brought it down on the demon's neck and he was cutting through. And the but the demon's like, nah, bitch, I'm not gonna give up. I don't give up. You crazy, Axing, you know, and, and yeah, and basically, you know, more despair, more despair. <laughs> uh, push, basically, push the sword out That's while it, it just it ain't working. <laughs> um, but we get a moment where what happened was was Nessu next? Mm-hmm. Is it this? No, 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 because nope. Because uh, the Hashira pull up. Yeah, no, because what happened was the demon, after he gets up and, and he starts attacking Tanjiro, like with, like the demon's like coming at him with the fucking blood fucking blades and Tanjiro just jumping back and he's slicing him and slicing him and slicing mm-hmm. him. And then from out of nowhere, that's when our boy pop up and then decides, Uzui decides to, uh, he does his fucking sound fucking he does the sound score muscle score whatever whatever it the is. fuck it was I forgot what it was called because I was so enthralled with what I was looking at on screen it it was beautiful bro it was a scene bro it was a scene where when he was talking about the score move he was doing that the mm-hmm. shit turned into music paper bro to composer paper the shit turned into composer paper and you saw his blood uh, art like as <laughs> As the as music. music notes on the fucking screen, and guess what? Till that was like not even three seconds of that, but it was there, <laughs> and it was some shit they had to it render again. It was just amazing. I'm just like, I can't. How? How, bro? This the sound Hashira, and and I did like the fact that uh, our demon had no idea what was going on. He yeah. said, "Did he just turn my blood demon art into music?" <laughs> he was blown and- back. <laughs> <laughs> 
in order to cut it away. Facts. And you know, he's standing on the wall. Now he's fighting Tandro and uh, Uzui together. Uzui has one hand, mm-hmm. but Uzui, he's a Hashira. He can put in work like that. He's holding his own against this demon all over again, missing a hand. He came back harder than ever. It's wild. Yep. They and what what they do is they do a great job. And we said this once before, twice before, three times before. <laughs> These Hashira, they do such a good job of instilling like a sense of strength and pride and like dignity and separation. Whenever these characters do something, yeah, Mm -hmm. separation. They are they are leagues above our protagonists. No matter what our protagonists do to make a huge impact, these Hashira, they still make a bigger impact whether they live or die. It just they just, ah, bro, it's amazing. It's incredible. I mean, but at this point, even though Tanjiro was beat, battered, and brutally injured, he is running with the Hashira and the demon as they're fighting. And he's like, y'all got to find my opportunity. I just got to go. And he's booking it. He's gone. He, eh, eh, he put on the Usain's and he was out. So <laughs> why, why he chasing him, he then comes uh, across the opportunity to, to make the slash happen. The problem with the slash is this motherfucker is damaged. Like, I don't even know how he's moving right now. I'm confused because he's a demon himself. He has to be because the way he's able to move after getting his ass fucking demolished almost the entire fucking season or arc mm-hmm. is an, is incredible. Now, I would like to say before this point, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It, it still it wasn't at that point though. Until Tanjiro, he had to. until Tanjiro made the move to try to go for his neck when he had that one opportunity after the Hashira did. He said, "Well, as long as my sister's still alive." And then that's when we cut to the sister. Yeah. And that's when Zanetsu makes his fucking move. And that's when tell everything tell said about Zanetsu was right. Until everything right. Had, until right. until. After he's I done said, And it's all gonna be wrong again Because it's gonna I get said, fucking annoying Zanessu said Fuck everything y'all heard about me <laughs> The entire arc what, Whatever you heard about me Is not true I'm gonna stay asleep I'm that boy Sleep I'm looking at the camera <laughs> Zanessu was like I'm that boy If y'all if y'all got the Patreon exclusive Y'all see what's going on I'm that boy Zanessu was like Hey, 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 quit staring at my soul like that, bro. Back up. I I, I pull up. Zanessa was like, I pull up. And he pulled up. I was like about to cut through her head. And we found out that he used Thunderclap and Flash God God like. God like. God like speed. That's what it was. It was God like speed. And sheesh. Shook. Shook me to my core, bro. I'm like, this motherfucker's a Hold up. Hold up. You see me. (laughs) I do. He's a demon. Absolute fucking yeah, I, I, That's what I want to hear. You put some respect <laughs> on Zenitsu's name right now. I wasn't done for now. I ain't put a period on the census when I was saying he was an absolute <laughs> demon for now. And then that's when the period comes in. Because <laughs> when you wake up, it's going to be all she wrote. Yo, he's been asleep for five episodes. Give that man some respect. Hey, bro. yo, he has been. Listen, I think it literally has been like six episodes this man been asleep. And you know what? I, I leave him sleep for a whole season. I don't give a fuck. Because then I'm like not rolling my eyes at all. Rowlet, use Razor Leaf on Polo. <laughs> I just put out a Pokemon card on the fucking podcast. I hate this podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> but <laughs> a fucking Pokemon card? Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> I can't even fucking think straight now. Oh yeah. Zanetsu so p- could pull up, do the godlike speed, and literally go straight for her neck. Literally. 
He's straight mm-hmm. at her neck. And when halfway he halfway cuts it. Yep, he halfway cuts the neck. And that's when we were like, she's like, oh shit, I'm not gonna let you do this. You're you're gonna get sliced up before you even finish cutting through. Boom. Go back to Usui and, and, and fucking demon Tanjiro. Tanjiro's literally going through it yet again. Still mm-hmm. trying to slice, still trying to slice. It ain't going through. But then, flashback. He has a flashback of his family again. They come up. He then puts all the force he can possibly muster by not giving up. Hence the title of his soul, Don't Give Up. Not giving up, mustering it through. And, and as tacky as the Don't Give Up part is or was, it was so fucking well done. So well done by the writers of Demon Slayer. Like, is it considered tacky then if it was well done? <laughs> yes. Because, it, I mean, it's still a tacky trope, right? Like, never give up. Believe it. I'm going to be the pirate. It's all fucking tacky. But when it's done right, it's nice, tacky. I guess you know I can I can make tacky look nice still. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you give me a tacky suit, I can right. still make that shit look good. But it's still right. tacky. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was beautifully done. So beautifully done. Well written. Um. So he when he comes through, he's coming through with everything he got. But then the fucking demon, literal demon, not and you know the proverbial Maiche waifu waifu demon comes through and hit him with the scythe in the neck I'm like this motherfucker got a tongue ring now it's it's a he put it through the bottom, <laughs> through the not, bottom not through not the neck, neck through the bottom of his jaw yep right now, now Tanjiro got a tongue ring um <laughs> a fucking a fucking four inch tongue ring hole in his tongue because and and, and at this point Tanjiro is like there's no way I'm cutting through his neck and yep. he's like I, I don't have the leverage yep my body's not in the right position to do it yep. I can't cut through and that he has flashbacks. He, he's like, I got to do it. No matter what it is, I got to swing my body through to do it. So he starts pushing through, pushing through even more. And as he's getting closer to that cut, you know. He turns into demon mode, Tanjiro. Mm-hmm. And his eyes change color. We see a Nosuke. Fucking a Nosuke. But a Nosuke comes in later. While Tanjiro's still white-eyed and, and it was an evolution in his head. You can oh, see the yeah. flame forming on his head, and he's transforming into a Super Saiyan and fucking Demon Slayer. What the fuck is that? I don't care, but I liked it. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. So when he's turning into the Super Saiyan, that's when it starts to you start to see the cut, and the demon's like, "Oh, whew, that's okay. As long as my sister's still here, I can survive this." Even though his head is like halfway cut through already at this point, he's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm good. My sister's good. We're gonna be all right." As Zenitsu's cutting through, we then see my boy. Who used to be my boy and Nosuke pull up. Ah, this is nothing. I'm flexible and shit. I can move that's my not, That's his English voice. We, his oh, sub voice is not that bad. Same damn thing. It's not that. I can move my arms around. Apollo is a hater, bro. I swear to God. And Nosuke does not sound that he bad. Know, in I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He sound like trash and dubs, but in the subs, he yeah. actually sound, he sound decent. Dope. He sound dope. But he he says, I'm, I'm flexible. I can move my organs around. This is nothing for me. I'm still alive, bitch. And then he pull up and help Zanetsu out with his gu- speed guy, like with some fucking bored damage, obviously. You know what's cool about what's that up? part? They mentioned throughout this entire arc how he's an absolute demon when it comes to like just 
mobility and in like his body, his body, and just his his, his phys- physical endurance. But they also dropped in a little hint about how his sores is such a pain for that belt user. At the very beginning of his art, she was like, "I can't mm. fucking stand his sores because they're so fuck. I can't stand him because he's so unpredictable, and his sores are fucking just what are they?" And it was giving her problems. And then when he finally comes through and help, you're like, "Oh shit." It's gonna get cut And it gets cut But then mm-hmm. we flash back to Tanjiro And he's still going flame Super Saiyan 2 mode Finally cuts off dude head Both heads and they, Cut off Same time they Roll together With intention like Oh a, my god Like a flip of two coins Both their fucking heads <laughs> Come rolling in <laughs> Right next to each other And And we know what happens When Tanjiro uses the Hinokami Kagura he runs out of breath and He's completely tired After doing a good job Well no he's tired He's not just tired Till Motherfucker's poisoned now Okay mm-hmm. He's fighting for his fucking life Y'all killing me with this shit He's fighting for <laughs> his life right now trying to, <laughs> trying to survive that poison He's And going, trying to just catch his breath he's, Yeah he's trying to catch his breath He's trying to like The poison's getting to him He's like oh poison's getting to me His eyes is closing All you hear is We uh, see yeah. Uzui. Yeah, we don't hear nothing because this is another fucking beautiful sound design moment. We see Uzui coming in like, it's not over, Kamado. It's not over. Fraud, get out of here. And he's like, yeah, he's gonna run. Yeah, he's and, like beaten, battered too. Oh, oh my god! But as he's doing that, we see the and, and I love this. They do so much good shit in this animation because animation doesn't always have to be just how beautiful something is. Mm-hmm. It's the intention. Mm-hmm. Now, what they did with the intention here is that they kept focusing focusing in out of focusing with yes. Tandro's vision with what we saw with a cloud and the, yeah. and, the, and the sound was coming in and going out and it, it, we he couldn't he he was struggling he's on like death's door and as soon as Uzui says run is not over run we get a quick glimpse of the upper six demon's body and it just explodes and then it pans out to the entire city with this fucking picture like Quality It is so beautiful Of the town In fucking Full disarray Absolute garbage town Now it's literally Just two by fours And a couple of Roof shingles And then you see The explosion From a distance And you don't hear anything The flame pops up And then the credits Come on Those are the credits And and what made it It was so It was It gave That gave me chills too Absolutely Because not only was the the silence in the beginning unsettling, but you turn on this ending where all we see is an explosion, and then for minutes we just get to see the ashes and everything settle. Yep. The light it slowly starts to fade. It goes from bright red from the from the blood art and the ashes and everything to like just a dark like you can still see the town. But you just see basically darkness and, and the few remaining ashes settle. And I'm telling you, I'm getting chills talking about it right now, Same. but I had chills watching it, bro. And I, t- I left it on. I Did watched you, it entirely all the way to the end. Yeah, as popped up, I'm still watching it. And I, I hate I hate to say it, but like I watched that last few minutes like it was a movie. Same. Like I didn't know what was coming. Yep. And I wanted more and I knew I wasn't going to get more. I knew this was going to be the end. The episode, yep. but it, the way that they did that, it was like they gave you a second to breathe. I didn't breathe the entire time <laughs> at all. They, <laughs> like they told you, "Hey, look, breathe." Nope. And I, I'm sitting there like this. 
<laughs> like yep. no breath, no no nothing. Like it's it's what's coming next, man. So shout out to uh that needs to talk podcast at that needs to talk podcast on Twitter, aka Rob. He said it's gonna be a forty five minutes episode next week. I didn't I didn't know this. Um thankfully the season finale is next week. There's gonna be a forty five minute episode. Next week we're gonna review the uh I think we should review the entertainment district arc in itself. We're not gonna review the I, I don't it's fucking weird the way they do the season, so we're just gonna review that arc. Uh yeah. Um, maybe we'll even average it with Demon Slayer, the score we have between the, the movie, the show, and uh, my fucking uh, the I'm, shit. I'm going to say we average it once the entirety is done. Okay. We can average the whole thing when the entirety is done. You are absolutely right. We're going to review that next week. So stay tuned for that. I guess we should move on to Attack on Titan. Uh, it's hard to go to Attack on Titan after that because I'm, I'm still I still got you. <laughs> let me tell you, bro. It was so hard for me to watch Attack on Titan and actually. Okay, I'm not gonna say that because it's it's. I was just about to tell a lot of everybody. I still didn't care about Attack on Titan, but I was so it was so hard for me to watch it and give a fuck even because I watched it right after. I'm like, that's why I said when y'all was in the Discord with me while I was watching this, I'm like, I should have put this on first because <laughs> I I'm like I fucked up. I watched Demon Slayer first, then I was going, then I went to Attack on Titan. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about nothing that's going on here. But then I realized it was like some of my favorite chapters. I was actually they were actually showing with Ymir, and I'm like, okay, okay, I can I can I can I can deal with this. I can deal with this. And it was cool to see that Ymir shit played out. Um, but I, I I feel I feel excited for uh, anime onlys with what they're watching because they're all like mm-hmm. so excited. I'm I'm afraid of what is going to be at the end. What my Twitter is going to look like at the end if they decide to keep the end. But I have a I have a, a question for you, Tell before we get into the spoilers of this particular episode. All right. Do you think, my Telly D Williams, that this will be uh, an anime? Exclusive ending, and then we have no. a manga exclusive ending. No, Same. if if they do an anime exclusive ending, it will cause so many problems. It'd and dope, they've, they've already discussed it. They've already, I'm pretty sure, they already discussed it because the writer was planning on changing. They didn't he write in a whole other ending for Attack on Titan. I forgot about that. I never read it though because I didn't care. I didn't read it either. But it's like I don't want. I have an issue with artists and trying to appease appease their fan base with stuff like this. Yes. And I, I, I get it because they're the ones making you money and they've they've gotten you this far and you want you want to give them some kind of some kind of atonement. Yeah. Like you want to make that but I'm gonna be real with you. You it's made your, your money, art. bro. And you made your money. You made your money. Chill. Yeah. Like it's your art. You don't have to appease nobody, bro. Fuck them. Like fuck them. Let your let your story be what you want your story to be. Let it be told the way you want it to be told. Don't worry about us. We gonna either love it or hate it. And yes, you want the ratings and all that shit. But but so what? Fuck that. So what? You already sold outsold One Piece one year. Let it go. You didn't, you don't already made legendary status. Mm-hmm. You good? Just yeah. Don't you, you can you can have a bad ending. True. It's okay, and that's okay. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna talk shit about it. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a bad ending, but we're gonna talk shit about it. And, and we still so, gonna love you. We're gonna love yeah. you for all the greatness you gave us for the first three seasons. Absolutely. And let me just let me just remind you, did we think it was bad? I don't I don't I don't think it was bad. I don't think it was a bad ending at all. Was I, it a good I think ending? It was, no? it was what had to be done. It was the most basic of what had to be done yes, endings. Yes. Yes. It, it was it a good ending? No. Was it a bad ending? No. I I don't think it, it was either or. 
And it's and that's fine. That's perfectly fine. I'm okay with that ending completely. Completely. Um, so I don't know. I agree with you a hundred percent. Like don't don't appease these motherfuckers. I, I'm I will hoping. also say I, I think I would have rather just had an outright like bad ending though. Like something that just people just don't like. Than one you're but, indifferent because about. I agree. Because that that means if if you have a bad ending, that means that you it was polarizing. Enough. Yes. Talk to them. Tell them. Tell them. Tell. Listen, I agree with that, and that's probably why again more of the feeling of why I don't care about anybody or anything in the show anymore. Because like I didn't, I was indifferent. I'm like, okay, I'm glad I read it though. I'm glad I read it. I'm I'm okay with watching it. You know, is it good? Is the show good? Yeah, it's a good show. It's a. I would say it's a good show. I would never say it's a bad show. Am I enjoying it? Fuck no. I'm bored out of my fucking mind. I'm not gonna hold you, but. There are some pieces of parts that I like that I read, like the Ymir thing. And then mm-hmm. even in the beginning, like yep. kind of leaving off where we left. Picking up where we left off, yep. And then and then the way they showed the uh, rumbling starting was beautiful. <sighs> it, it was map of it was map of gorgeous. I like I did like that shit with the bug coming out and shit. That fucking bug, bro. <laughs> that fucking bug it just ruined the fucking Okay, I'm not even I'm not even gonna go too far ahead of myself and talk about manga spoilers because I ain't gonna do that to y'all, but it's so fucking it's no. <laughs> I'm having a meltdown. It's just stupid, but it's okay. You know, it's it's okay. Um, <laughs> the, oh, <laughs> I sent a <laughs> All right, sorry, sorry. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, no longer spoilers, but. <laughs> a fucking centipede Actually this is anime spoilers Because we saw it in the show A fucking centipede created this entire fucking end of the world Like mm-hmm. I'm blown back bro It's so stupid Um, What did, what did you think about the Ymir story part bro First of all uh, Here's the thing Is that like I see a lot of parallels with like And this is what it's meant to be It's meant to look like Kind of like how a slave is in, in, endeared it's to a, like yeah, it's a, a master story to a in a Bible. It's literally I, don't yeah. know, I forget which one, but so like the the Ymir is like beholden to her master and always answers his his calls and everything like that, willing to put her her life on the line, everything like that, mm-hmm. and just the fact that uh, that Ymir story goes, and then also the fact that like how Aaron had his revelation in this episode because like we saw it in the in the manga but like to kind of see because they they do these faces like they be so overboard for the faces which is hilarious because I I, they don't have to be that dramatic that's how the manga was though yeah but like the faces was was dramatic so like when we see Ymir break down and crying because Aaron is like this is probably what you've been waiting for she did an ugly cry face too it was it was like they've this whole time Ymir's been looked at as a weapon mm-hmm. as a slave as a god yep. as all these things but never a person right the coolest part was the when you when you touch on that her, her Aaron telling her like you've been used as this fucking weapon you're tired of it for 2000 years the fact that her eyes was even showed because the the emphatic her whole point, time yeah. yeah the emphatic point of this entire episode was the eyes like Mappa did their fucking thing with camera animation, quote unquote camera animation with where the camera was at all times. The camera tracked Ymir's eyes. I'm 
probably most of this entire episode from when she changed and when she was falling in previous episodes and, too. yeah in previous episodes too they made it they hyper focused the eyes and that's not even just the map thing that's literally the 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 uh, the Mangeka art, like his art style in this particular situation. Why I thought it was so cool when I was reading, I'm like, oh, this motherfucker, he was on one because he was like, you, just, you know, focus on these eyes, but don't make it, make it obvious. Like, even though it was obvious, it wasn't, it wasn't perceived to be obvious if you didn't know what the fuck was going on yeah. until, until that Aaron Why? Part. Why Ymir always had her head down or yeah. her, her her eyes can never fully be seen. Like you would only see like the shadow no like where her forehead starts all the way down to her eyes. Yeah. But we got to see that emotional release from Ymir and the shit was insane. Yeah. Um it's cool. The 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 part that really got me though was I guess ultimately the ending mm. where Aaron kind of breaks down and says what he did. Yep. He explained that I'm talking to the the uh, citizens of Ymir, yep. the people of Eldia. Yeah, and um, <laughs> no, the subject. I'm talking to the subjects of Ymir. Yep. And he says, "I started the rumbling, and uh, we're we're heading for it now. Just so y'all know, it's about to get real, and I'm going to have the Titans stomp on." Every piece of land outside of ours. I was like, God. Damn. Okay, this is this is just for <laughs> try to take your mind out of what you know from the manga. Okay. Did you feel like that was a warning? I think. So here's the thing. It's hard to take my mind outside of the manga. I know. It I was, know. It's it was, impossible. It was. It was definitely. I think it was definitely like. Did it feel like that? I don't, when you I don't even it? know if it's a warning because in the way I see it, there's nothing that's stopping him. No, no, no. That's not. That's not even the question I'm asking, though. I don't think it's a warning. Okay, I think good. it was. Okay. I think if I was in my mind in that moment Just in the anime, anime, like if I lived in that world, I'm thinking like that's what's about to happen. Mm. Ain't shit I can do. Like I'm gonna try and stop it, but ain't nothing I can do. Right. So you see what he just did, and right. you see what we did before he got there. Right. Ain't nothing I can do. Right, that's and that's why again that goes bring yourself back into the manga. That goes to show like why I feel like the manga is just weird because that shit didn't feel like that. Even when I read it, I'm like uh, that didn't feel like that. So how but the f- anime gave you? Did the anime give you that feel? No. Like it was like almost like it was nothing you could do. It it kind of gave me to be if I made me feel a little bit better because it did kind of feel like more of because when I was reading it, it didn't feel like that when I. Fuck, man, how can I say this? Because it's animated, it feels more close to reality. Like it feels more like close. You can live through it. No, no, no. It feels more close to like he was sending a, a message, mm-hmm. which is oh, what fuck, he did. Which is the intention, I guess. And the message was. It's so hard to talk outside of like without fucking going into like manga spoilers. <laughs> fuck. But like, to my life, Polo. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, do, it does feel like that was that was his intention, which I think helps quite a bit it's going to help the ultimate outcome yes that's what I'm saying it's going to help the ultimate outcome when you start to realize you know when the outcome gets played out how it's going to get played out when you realize how it's getting played out you're like oh oh okay so you think it was a warning not not a saying not not like a I'm about to fuck y'all up but it was like a warning like this is what's about to happen absolutely take heed it was yeah and it was to me it was perceived that way it, uh-huh. was, it wasn't perceived that way to like 
to Armin and Mikasa yet, right? Obviously, but because of what they say, yeah, yeah. But it was him doing that was him kind of making it <sighs> making it known that this is what he was trying to do. Fuck, bro, it's, that's hard to do. This is hard. I don't. I'm sorry, too. I don't know how you do it. It's hard. But yeah, you know, I, I'm gonna talk to you about it after the show ends. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about it now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to talk about it now, but I'm not gonna do that because uh, I want I want anime watchers to. To not, to not know Because I think It's going to be special When they do Alright uh, Let's transition then To my dress up darling We already talked about it early At the beginning of the podcast But this show's fucking amazing So We got to see the full cosplay Real, real quick though Is this the best character dynamic This season Between these two Yeah yeah, because the characters are opposites, but they come together for a specific purpose, and it makes them feel not like opposites. Yeah, man, I just feel like their personalities just are so good together. Like they, I think they belong together. I agree. Like this is like a a relationship, right? Like my wife and I, we don't have the same interests, but we come together on things that we do enjoy. We both enjoy. Like we both enjoy music a lot. Um, she's a singer. I'm a dancer. So we come together sometimes on, on music and things like that. And, and it feels almost like, like those interests combine into something that just feels way more authentic. Right. So I feel like these two characters are not, they not, they're not normal people who would normally just engage in these things together out in public, but because they had that similar interest and they, they're helping each other, like they, they feel almost like destined. Yeah. And it's so adorable, man. I absolutely love how adorable that is between them. But yeah, we get to see the full costume. She looks fucking incredible in it. He looked, he did an incredible job with designing it. They decide, she's like, yo, I want to go. Let's go. They go to the fucking cosplay event, which is fucking awesome, by the way, to get a look at that culture. Hey. Something completely different than what we don't ever see in any anime period. Or even just if you don't go on YouTube and look for it specifically, you would never even find that kind of shit. Right. To just see it and seeing them all come together and then seeing the main character realize like this shit is amazing. How these people can come together. Guys dressed up as girls. It don't matter people just being themselves and that wasn't I think that was an important piece of this it episode. reminded me of my my first con mm. and like how how that experience was mm. because I felt out of place because I wasn't dressed up but I also felt at home because these are people who were into the same thing I was into right, right. so it, it, it's a really cool concept that I finally finally get to see this in like an actual anime and just these characters with this kind of dynamic and in this environment yes. um we got to see uh, what the fuck is her name. Uh, we got to see Marion Kitagawa. That's her name. Yeah, yeah. Kitagawa. We got, we got to see um, Kitagawa uh, kind of fully dive into that persona that she wanted to was, with the slippery oh, girl. Amazing. Um, I need to watch that. I need to play that. Uh, that game yeah. is it a real game? Uh, probably. All right. Well, she, she, we got to see her f fully invest into that that like 
that aesthetic where she makes the faces and stuff like that and we even find out a little bit more about like how hard it is to even do that right like to stay dressed up in a costume for so long to where you start sweating oh. and come but the way they did it was so clean because then we got from, from uh, Gojo's perspective, like, yeah, Gojo's Gojo's perspective about how, oh shit, I picked the fucking heaviest fabric. Oh no, I used unbreathable, you know, I, I used unbreathable fabric doing it, and just to get a look at his world. Because she's not a doll, she's a person. Yeah, and she has no idea about that world of of uh, clothes create clothes creation, and he does. So we got to look at both of their worlds from both two different angles, but. She and she was just basically learning about hers. Like it, oh, it was so good, man. Such, such an amazing thing to see, and just seeing him admire admire her while she was taking her pictures. Like, yo, this is amazing. But then I will, I will say, part of it's her fault though, because she adding extra shit on the what is it called, the new bra. I don't yeah. know what that is, but don't do that. <laughs> it, it worked for what it was supposed to work for, but don't do that. You made you made problems. Um, yeah. Almost killed yourself out there. Yeah, you um, did. You killed me. Um, that sweat. <laughs> yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, but uh, like the inner monologue again, we love shows that can do inner monologue well. Like that's I don't know why that's so important to us. We're weird. Like we would look at fucking small shit like that in anime. And be like oh, that's so cool. But they went they went Hachiman with this fucking inner monologue. He's like, yo, now that I'm done. I'm, you know, now I'm back to being Gojo. And his worries. Yeah, he's in his, he's on his mind. He's in his anxiety right now. It's eating him. Like, whoop! I have fun. I'm gonna give up now, basically. And, and he goes on this whole like kind of, like he does that my inner monologue in his head, and she kind of looks at him, trying. Like, you can see she's trying to figure out what he's thinking. Oh no, she was looking for him. <clears throat> she thought she lost him. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about. I guess like more on the train part. Yeah, that's at the end. But, she, but when she finds him, that's when they when she gets cooled down, and we discover that the shit wasn't made right. But I do think that part where he realized, like you know, I'm I'm gonna be alone after this was important because he looks at her and he gives her this smile, and she sees that smile, and it's like, oh okay, she it was like a mental note she kept for later. Then everything plays out, everything goes well, it it works out. Seeing a little adorable, her take her pictures or whatever with people, and she. Accumulating different fans and stuff That was amazing to see Then the most important part Is the train part Uh huh Oh my god it was incredible uh, It was beautiful She was talking yeah. She was telling her <laughs> She was telling her stories About what she wanted to do And, and, and she's like well, What's gonna be the next cosplay And you can see this weight Being lifted from his shoulders When he realizes that Oh We're still gonna be friends after this I can still help her out And achieve this This is amazing Then What happens She talked about she starts talking about how great everyone looked. All these people yeah, look amazing. They cool. work so hard in their cosplay. But before that, so- though, one part that you probably didn't notice yeah. that I, I did. Ahead, Obviously, he worked extremely hard on that costume. He was tired. He was standing up all night. But on top of what happens when you have anxiety, when you have really bad anxiety, especially social anxiety, you come from those social uh, events or circles or anything that happens that you're doing like super social. Maybe okay. you can speak to this with your girlfriend is after you're done you're fucking beat bro you, you feel like you just ran 12 miles because you're tired adrenaline is down and you're like you're coming it's like you're coming down from a sugar high it feels so bad like it's so bad I feel like that's what he was experiencing on that train not just that he, like not just that he just was tired from working all hard but he was just that's why I'm like the show does anxiety all so well relief. all the stress relief and him just finally sitting down and coming car, car, carpal 
I hate this word just like I hate fucking strategic um compartmentalize <laughs> oh compartment compartment uh, there it is. Yes, it's not yeah. just me. Thank God. Yes, Carl. Car, everybody know what I'm talking about. Everybody had those yeah. words. Don't judge me. He was. He finally was able to settle his decompressed. He was able to decompress his thoughts and put them all together. And then he gets tired. He gets exhausted. And he does do what I think was an amazing fucking just piece of writing. And he just was like, "You, you were very beautiful, Katigawa." destroy me because the same because of what they said because <laughs> the same thing that I like I thought that same thing she thought and I'm like oh this motherfucker just gave her the beautiful word and then she mm. thought that when I saw that she was thinking that and the flashbacks was hitting of her remembering what he means by when he says that and how important that is to him which is something so small that you would never even think about but, but hear me out and how you skip him. How you skip his flashbacks is when she was talking about that's true. You know, everybody looked beautiful. It all looked so nice. He had his own flashbacks, but all his right. flashbacks it wasn't about anyone else but her. That's all he saw, yep. and it was all the faces she made. Yep. And he said that he while, said while she was talking about everybody else. Yo, you're right. I'm you know, he's like you know, Katagawa, you looked beautiful. And she does the whole red face thing, yep. and she's and he, like, oh my god, she's like getting flustered. You can see her kind of like. Swelling up. Those flashbacks was amazing though. And she looks at him and he's knocked out, bro. Gone. He is he is done. He is tired. He needed that. <laughs> and it was like it almost felt like to me, because I didn't necessarily catch the anxiety part of it, but it felt like him having that moment to to bond with someone that this moment was so important to him that he could say that she was beautiful was the last thing he needed to actually get rest after everything he's been through mm -hmm. with putting it together and kind of going through this day and making sure everything was right mm -hmm. he he felt I, and like i said i don't i don't have the same anxiety so i can't quite understand but the way i see it is he felt so much relief after this, you know, being able to understand that he's not going to be alone, that this person, he experienced, a, he had a beautiful experience with this person, you know, and he also thought this person was beautiful that like, he finally was able to just take that sigh, get that off his chest and get some rest for a little bit. Yeah. I don't even think he was even thinking about that. He's just like, yo, I'm fucking beat, bro. I'm yeah. It's so crazy, bro. It's so crazy. Like, that time when we got, uh, when me and, and you and we all got from Galleria Mall, I did that. I was out, bro. I was just mm -hmm. gone. That was the fucking hardest day of my life. It was so much shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. No, I get it though. I'm sorry. But That's what I was saying. <laughs> it was. I rough. be trying to be. Look, I be trying to be. Um, I try to be cognizant of that now, because growing up with with Polo, look, y'all don't know this. <laughs> get get out of my soul. Quit looking at the camera like that. Growing up with Polo, uh -huh. I had no idea he had anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. He he did not demonstrate signs of anxiety openly, so Until, I had no fucking idea. I'm, so, I'm shocked because you know this about me. Whenever my mom had her get-togethers and all of our family was over and you was over, I was where was I? In his room. I was chilling, bro. I was in the fucking room. Even my own family. I can't do that shit. I can't do a lot of people. And that's what, it, it was always like this. It's crazy. It's... It's a but fucking powerful it's, thing. It is. It's, it's. I get it, bro. You was always kicking it with me and people, though. Like, I, I guess. Was I it guess people? It, I guess we never rolled with a big group. No, we didn't. We went to very like. Okay, we went to a lot of places, quite a few places, but it was never ever anywhere where we were. Like, we were never. It was rare. We went to the mall 
and our group it. was tight knit. Yeah, we never went to the mall and just kicked it around a shit ton of people. We did go to the mall a few times, like when we were doing the photography thing. But I felt I was okay because it was work. It was, it was work, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or I had other distractions. Um, but it was, it was a, uh, it was crazy. It's crazy. It crazy. So like I said earlier, um, while Polo went went to go take care of Saber and I put him back in his cage. Uh, that man put a lot of hard work into this podcast. Show him some love. <laughs> I appreciate uh, that. Cause he he really be working. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and with that, that'll be a wrap. Forty two minutes of spoil. Our spoilers have been longer than the first half. Uh, yeah, I mean we we did thirty minutes on Demon Slayer alone. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a fact. <laughs> all right, we just finished talking about my dress up darling and all of its amazingness. Uh, our episode of the week. Uh, let us know what you which episode of the week was because sheesh that was a great one mm-hmm. we also talked about Attack on Titan and some of our expectations for it. what are your expectations for Attack on Titan are you hyped for what's what's going on are you a manga reader and you kind of a little suspect right now let us know Demon Slayer Demons. objectively episode of the week if we be an objective here but let's be real we can't we can't just give it to you Demon Slayer every week um, amazing episode though we also got to know my check wife who before the break what's your favorite book to read uh, we both dropped some of ours let us know what yours are uh, strongest stage of the weakest crest another you know quick funny little anime a great one to watch uh, we also played Dying Light 2 um, maybe we might do that for uh, after story a little bit and share something or you know tune in to after story regardless uh, Talked about case study of Anita's Polo might be picking this up on, on subs. I'm not sure, yeah, but the yeah, dub yeah, is yeah. coming, so it's real good. Uh, love, election, and chocolate. I thought this was hentai, but uh, <laughs> I, forgot I, a, I forgot I mentioned that. Oh, it's shit. a nice little slice of life that Polo was watching. I don't know if it's nice. Uh, it's weird. <laughs> she she cool Bisco. Um, I, I we thought dude was a savage, but it's more detail, more depth to it than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lido. We talked about identity with this one about how some anime just needed a little bit of identity and because it identifies itself is really good. Um, something like Platinum N needs to do that, which we talked about before that. Um, we also talked about get your compression pants for the gym. Don't just go in there with your drawers, bro. <laughs> no, you bro. can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, our episode of the week was My Dress Up Darling. And also, shout out to our new Patreon producer, uh, Jay Lee. Johnny. Hey, anime little cool. We respect y'all. We we love y'all. Thanks for all the love. All twenty seven of y'all. Right. That's been episode one thirty eight of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. I am at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social media is at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on TikTok. And as always, Mike, Mike, Mike Check. Check, Check, Check. And right here we merely rock on every block. Just we just. <laughs> so. I'm going to just keep this in. But so, you know, somebody said that Tell got cut off when he was talking at the end of the podcast, but that was because it was the end of the podcast. <laughs> so you were talking and I just cut it off. But, you know. Hey, yo. I just be talking. You're now tuned into Mike Check Life Life.